Growing up, I did not like him. Because when you're younger, you don't really understand humanity, I don't think. And you kind of, you'll go along with whatever narrative is available. And I always saw him as a ball hog or a, just a bad person. And it wasn't until you get older that you realize the humanity behind everybody and that there's not this disconnect between athletes and people. They are people. And you understand why people behave the way that they do and what drives them. And in this case, in the case of Kobe Bryant, what drives someone relentlessly in the obsession to be successful. Last Sunday, everybody knows this by now, but last Sunday there was a helicopter crash in which Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, along with um, along with Alyssa Altabelli and another teammate Peyton Chester, parents Carrie and John Altabelli and Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser and Pilot, all crashed in Calabasas, Southern California. And uh, ever since the whole city for sure and it seems as if a lot of the world has been depressed in a way and we all feel like we've been robbed of something we've we've lost the two the two people that um the public was familiar with was obviously Kobe Bryant and also his daughter his 13 year old daughter and we've lost them and they seemed to be especially Kobe just like this m invincible force of success and in his years since playing basketball this driving force of positivity in the community and maybe we all feel robbed of this because their lives were cut so short so soon so suddenly and we weren't ready for this because we're used to Speaking as a basketball fan, we're used to our our basketball heroes growing old and being gray, and we see them. We see Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. We see them. They're aging. They're aging in front of us, and it's we have them still. And now we no longer have the greatest Laker of all time. And... Me, personally, growing up, I didn't like him. I think I had maybe like an animosity towards him being a, a person from Michigan, being a Pistons fan, being a Michael Jordan fan, desperately not wanting somebody to be on his level and therefore refusing to ever give someone like Kobe Bryant the credit that he deserved. And it wasn't probably until I moved out here and saw all the good that he did in, in the world, but also just how hard he worked and how smart he was and how he brought people together and he, he gave people inspiration all over the world, especially in this city.
I know ne- I ne- personally never thought that I was going to react how I did and I when I found out I cried in the garage of uh, of my apartment complex I just cried and um it was a sad day it was a really sad day we recorded this podcast before the events happened, and it didn't seem right to put that podcast out without touching on this tragedy. So I guess I'm attempting to right now. I think going forward, there's a lot of lessons we can take from Kobe Bryant. And I think one of those is love. This is a man that loved his family just as relentlessly as he loved the game of basketball. And I think that what I will take away from it is that there's always more effort that you can put into something. And so, moving forward tonight, the Los Angeles Lakers will play their first basketball game since since um, Kobe's passing. And I have no doubt it'll be a beautiful thing. So I just hope that everybody who's affected by this, and it seems like quite a few people are, or if you weren't affected by this, it doesn't matter. I think that you should... Take the time to tell the people that you love that you do love them because you never know when you won't have that opportunity again. And to do your best not to take advantage of every waking moment that you personally have on planet Earth and to enjoy it. And maybe if you feel like it, go outside and get a couple shots up. Do a five-second countdown and hit that game winner. And yell Kobe when you shoot it. And with all that being said, let's get on with the show. Have a good time. Enjoy life. It's um, Life is too short to, to, to get bogged down, to be discouraged or... Um, you have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other, smile, and just keep on rolling. Another shitty podcast.
This week's episode of Another Shitty Podcast is brought to you by New Year, New Me. Go fuck yourself. This week's episode is also sponsored by Being a Goddamn Man. That's right, it's 2020, I'm 30 years old, and I'm never, ever fucking shaving my face again. Because I'm a goddamn man. Bitch. Maybe don't have the bitch in there. What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your week? You go low, I'm gonna go high. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks, man. Um, dude, what's up, buddy? Nothing, dude. Let's give you a little clink of the uh, coffee mug here. Clinkity clink. Oh, Cameron, shout out Cameron Robinson. Mm-hmm. He is going to make us another it shitty podcast. Is. Coffee mugs. He just couldn't get it by Christmas time because the people that make the stamps uh-huh. to put into the clay for the mug uh, were back ordered. I am, <clears throat> I am not upset about that at all. I am very thankful and grateful that he's doing that in the first place. So, guys, uh, me, me too. Um, we were trying out something. It's a, it's a new year, still shitty, kind of new us. We're trying out some new audio shit. So. Uh, give us some feedback if you'd like, if you're an avid listener or a friend. Um, but we're trying out some new audio stuff, and I think it, it's going to sound good yep. in your ear holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but dude, it's been, holy shit, since like November, since we've potted my bro. Yeah. My shit bro. It's <laughs> been so long. It's been so long, long, that I haven't seen your face. And Real quick, let's let's catch up here. Okay. Thanksgiving happened. Thanksgiving did happen. I think we talked about this before, but we'll talk again. Okay. Celebrated at my girlfriend's family's house in the valley. Yep. Her, her papas, her yep. grandpas. Uh, dude, beautiful fucking house. Thousand Oaks. Big backyard pool and all that shit. For those who don't know, Thousand Oaks is the land of 1,000 oaks. God damn it, Nick. Uh, and anyway, <laughs> celebrated there, ate with her extended family. Uh, and... I've already aired this to Nick. I guess I got to air it again to the entire internet. Uh, food was delicious. They had appetizers, plenty of wine. I brought beer. Not a beer family, which is really strange. So then I took all the beer back with me. Dude, how did you in, in all the people ingratiate work, yourself? They all work for wine or spirits. Oh. So they were all drinking. They were all like pounding wine. Not pounding wine. Oh. She probably wouldn't like that. I said that, but. They were all enjoying. They were all enjoying. Steph's entire family. No, just no. absolutely blackout. No, celebrating the pilgrims. You did not say that. Okay, yeah, I didn't. I never said that. <laughs> the people our age were enjoying the, the wine. Hmm. Uh, anyways, and then my uh, my one little um, hang up. Would you say hang up? No mashed potatoes. My favorite item at Thanksgiving. Dinner is the potatoes that are mashed. You know... They had sweet potatoes, no mashed potatoes. All relationships, no matter how long they are, there's some turbulence. And... It's our first fight. There's some rough... No, just this, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just can't no, be easy. You know? The food was fucking great. I just... I was more baffled than anything that there just wasn't just mashed just, potatoes. Just standing around the kitchen like... I was confused. I'm not what? kidding. I, I was moving things around. I'm like, oh, they're tucked behind here. Over, or like, they left them in the kitchen. 
And I was just like, oh, there's just no mashed potatoes. You go up to Stephanie and you're like, hey, Stephanie, I don't know if you noticed this. Um, yeah. There's no mashed potatoes? I'm like, I'm like running to KFC, to get, <laughs> KFC drive-thru to get some mashed potatoes. Uh, what is that bowl called with the chicken in the corn and the mashed potatoes? A chicken bowl? I don't know. I know. Sivka would know. <laughs> Sivka loves that bowl. What is that called? It was a good bowl. It's got all the gimmicks in it. Yeah. Uh, Sivka loves that shit. Anyways, he'll tell us. Tweet at or message us, Sivka. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude. And then I went home uh, for Christmas. Christmas. Well, before that, Stephanie and I celebrated Christmas Hanukkah. Uh, first Hanukkah I've ever celebrated. It was cool. We gave gifts. It was her first stocking that she ever made. I thought that was really cute. She gave me a stocking. Um, she made it? Well, she didn't make She made it? She put it together. Oh, okay. She's never like stuffed a stocking. Or stocked a stock? Wait, I'm confused. Did she make the actual no. sock? No. Or did she put the stuff in the sock? The second thing. She's never done that before. Yeah. Because she's she's, she doesn't believe it because she killed my Christ. Okay. God damn it, Nick. It's Literally. too fun. God. <laughs> hey, that's my God you're talking about. They believe that's cool. in what Christ, is she... but he's just like a cool carpenter. They're like, he's a cool dude. Yeah, and they got jealous and murdered him. <laughs> Wait, did... I don't know. No. I don't think they murdered him. No, they didn't. Wasn't that the like... Uh... They, uh... Well, they did. The Gentile or no? No, they did. They because they want to. Yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. Can we not do it's, this right now? It's a whole thing, but it was always predetermined. It was a thing. God. I'm curious about how she, <laughs> what she did with this with the You're getting, stocking. Get me in fucking trouble here. Uh, with who? God. Shut up. <laughs> what did she put in the stocking? Oh no, like stocking stuff, like fun what? little I'm gaggers. curious. I'm curious. Oh, one was uh, the funny thing was. Uh, uh, one of those like poopery things. <laughs> Do you smell it? That smell, a kind of smelly smell, a smelly smell that smells smelly. Comes in clutch. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, were you, you trying to say something here? She's like, no, everyone needs this. It was cute. Oh, and then she had a toothbrush to uh. At her place, so I always have a toothbrush at her place. That's a nice I little. That was kind of cute. Yeah. Oh, and then those a fancy chocolate bar that had chocolate chip cookies in the chocolate bar. Full cookies. Like, it was a chunk. It was in the form of a chocolate bar. So it was like a cookie dough chocolate bar. No, not dough. It was just it was it was a cookie cookies. chocolate bar. You ever had um, Hershey's um, uh, cookies and cream? Yeah. Like that. But with cookies in it. And artisanal. Mm-hmm. So, it was nice, man. She made a brisket and latkes, which is very was very yummy. It's like a potato pancake. Um, and the lady then, who doesn't have mashed potatoes has potato pancakes. Hey, I'll take any form of potato. It's the most just, versatile food. We'll put that on, on the record. I'll take any form of potato. Potatoes are like the LeBron James of food. They can do everything. Damn. That's, <laughs> that's the quote of the podcast. That's my uh, saying? What you're saying? I don't know, but that's fucking great. I want that on a t-shirt. Potatoes are the LeBron James of food. That's fucking great. We need to at LeBron on that one. LeBron James. At King James. At Potato James. Um, <laughs> dude, uh, went home for Christmas, St. Louis, and then I went home. To, I visited people in my hometown. 
uh, haven't seen some of my high school buddies in like five, six, seven years. It was crazy. Many uh, moons. Yeah, it warmed my heart. My mom drove me around to like our childhood home and then our childhood apartment, and that wrecked me. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just like it's a totally different world, totally different lifetime. It feels like mm-hmm. I feel like I've lived like three lives or something. You know. It's weird how when you're younger, you, you, you like look back at it, and you can live in a place for all things considered such a small amount of your time mm-hmm. but it means so much to you because of when you were well it's just it's there. like your forming years and with your parents and relatives mm-hmm. and um so many good memories so many fond memories um you know i was um we weren't like well off or anything but you know we never had to my mom worked her ass off when we lived in the apartment for sure i mean my mom's always worked her ass off but mm-hmm. Um, you know, single mom, really. Shout out Paula. Yeah. For the first, I don't know, 10, 11 years of my life until mom got remarried. So, um, shout out Al. Yeah. Shout out. (laughs) Big Al. Uh, but yeah, dude. And then you had a birthday. I've had a birthday. We're both older now. We're men of a certain age. We are, dude, we're fucking 30, bro. You're old. You're old. Groaning like a geezer. We're over the hill, but I'm told there's many hills. 40 is also a hill. Yeah, I've heard that. 50 is also a hill. I've heard all of this. Yeah. The hills just get bigger and harder to climb. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, people start falling out. Falling out the race. Shit, dude. How do you feel about it? Being 30? We haven't really talked about it. I uh, I have like a, um, I feel as though I am around 20 years old still. Mm-hmm. So when I remember that I'm 30, I always have to do the math or whatever, the algebra in my head to be like, I'm 30? I don't know. People age differently out here. Dude, we have like, you know, the thing is with entertainment and then, you know, working in bars and stuff too, like. I'll straight up have to ask people, like, like how old are you? Like, mm-hmm. there's people that are like, oh, they're my age or they're younger. And it's like, oh, dude, you're like eight years older than me? Right. I had no idea. Right. Um, <clears throat> how about just given the I feel like I'm 20 as avenue well. we've gone down? There's things that go like, I, I think that I would say that we're, let's fucking toot our own horns. We're mature people. We've got good heads on our shoulders. We've become mature. But... <laughs> there are there are definitely times when I will talk to like someone my age or someone younger that has like a professional job and a house and like a family and I'll be like, Man, you're you're older than me. Yeah. I'm a it child. Is, it is it. something about um being in the entertainment world uh and living in Los Angeles. And I think another one is too, Nicholas, to be mm-hmm. honest is having to have an apartment with someone who's not your romantic partner. Yep. It just makes you feel, to some extent... It's very college, that you're, right? till, you're still in college. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just so... The weather's always so nice out here. It feels like a week will go by and it feels like a day. Because the weather never changes. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like in the Midwest, there's so many seasons. The weather's so up and down all the time. I feel like it maybe just weighs on you. <laughs> But Put some years well, on you, like feel, a it feels, tree. <laughs> it feels different. I mean, you look at people out here too, and I think it's people's like 
energy and vibes. No, like people's like energy and you know the, we get more sun than most places, and it's just nice. And so I think I, I think you're along the keeps, right path. It keeps but, you younger. Yeah, mentally. But I think there's happier energies in the middle of America sometimes, and there is on the coast because people here sometimes, not all, sometimes suck. Oh, we can say that about everything. Yeah. There's certain types of people that I don't like where I grew up. Yeah. And there's a certain group of people that I really don't like that live out here, too. You know what I love? The neighbors in your apartment complex. Not yours specifically. Although there is one I have beef with. You know what I like? The proverbial neighbor in the apartment complex that you've lived next to for years. And you don't know. And you don't know. Yeah. And you can say hi to. And they will say nothing back. Yeah. Or maybe even not even look you in the eye. Yep. Gotta love that. That makes me feel like a human being. Yeah. That is, that's probably my biggest beef. And I learned that within the first year of being out here. It was like... The flip side of that is... If you talk to people, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And uh, if you talk to people or look at people, um, that might get you into trouble too. Yeah. Some people think that you're like trying to start something. It's like... Oh, I just grew up where you're raised with manners, and I grew up in a smaller town where people look at each other when they walk by and maybe say hello, how you doing? Yeah, you know, have a good day. The flip side of that is that this is also the same town where you will meet someone for the first time and you'll hug them. That was something that I had to get used to. People hug out here. I used to always handshake. Oh, I've oh. always handshake. Like I had to know you. Before I was gonna hug sure. you, but people oh, are just okay. like, they're like, oh, I just met you. Ah, here's a hug, or like, ah, goodbye, and here's a hug. And the first like two years, I'd I always just be like, what's going on? Why are you hugging me? I don't know you. I think, I think it was a male female thing for me. I think you might give no males, guys. I'm saying, I'm saying, you would shake a man's hand. Oh yeah, but correct. You would, you would hug a woman. Yeah, or give like a little side hug or something. Yeah, yeah, or like a. On the cheek or something. Yeah. It feels weird to shake a woman's hand. I'll I, I'll shake women's hands. Yeah. The more professional setting, actually, you know. But like even in but a like back setting, home, I'll shake a woman's yeah, hand. Yeah. Back back home, if I just <laughs> if weird. I were to have just met a woman, I'm gonna shake her hand instead of hug her. Yeah, you're like right. Like if I just met her. Yeah, you're right. But out here, it's like dudes that you just meet will fucking give you a bear hug, and you're like, what the heck? I'm used to it now. I guess I never really picked up on that. No, Anywho, we're on a fucking tangent now, um, like always. Christmas? It was good, man. Great family time. Saw a bunch of friends. Um, it's never long enough. Um, you had a birthday party. We all wore wigs. Take your fucking wig. It's been here since December. That's right. Nick wore a <laughs> colonial uh, powder wig type of wig. Yeah. And it was fucking hilarious. Uh, and apparently, in your drunken stupor, agreed to go see Nelly perform on Valentine's Day. Uh huh. And I found this out by being in a group text where everybody, our buddy Anselm goes, Hey, you guys ready for the concert? And I was like, What are you guys talking about? And I go, Nick, I think, <laughs> I think you agreed to this under the influence of birthday drinks. Mm-hmm. And I said, Sounds about right. Also, well, he like, damn it. <laughs> we're all hanging out. We were all hanging out, and then he just like, no, we have to do it now. We have to do it now. I was like, on the one end, I was like, cool, like you're handling this, but on the other end, like, uh, 
maybe not the best time. Just we're because all we're all shit-faced. Like, drinking and... Uh, I mean, we're going. So I think it's you, me, my girlfriend, Anselm, Brandon, Joel, and Molly. Okay. I think that's right. All right. So I get to... Fifth, sixth, and seventh wheel it with Anselm and Brandon. It's not really wheeling it then when it's it's four to three. You're playing zone. Doesn't feel good. I'm not excited about it. It's Valentine's Day too. <laughs> and it's Valentine's Day. What the hell, man? What did I do? I mean, <laughs> oh, country grammar, the pull that it has. What's that one song? Country grammar is the song. Must you... be the money. Oh, right with me. Must be the money. Anyway. Anyway, the bar- the birthday party was pretty dope. <laughs> um, we went to the Blind Barber. Highland Park. Highland Park, which was not my decision. It was a joint birthday party with my really good friend Zenobia, and she had an in there. I guess she knew the DJ, and that's how we got the table. But holy shit. That place Highland got really Park. hot very quickly. Yes. And we're all wearing wigs. I was it, sweating. And it night. was like 20 miles away. Yeah. It was a fucking ways away. In LA, that's like next state over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was really excited about how many people came out, especially considering how late in the year it was and how many people were were gone. I would have. There's a bunch of people that I would have loved to have been there, but like I get it, you're gone. <laughs> but it was it was cool. I had the best burrito of my entire life that night, and I was too drunk to remember where it was. Somewhere in North Hollywood. Man, it was cool. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Birthdays. Wee! You, you went home. Uh, you went to Texas for Thanksgiving. You went to... No, no, no. I went to Michigan for Thanksgiving. Oh, I mixed it up. Yeah. Texas for Christmas. Went to Michigan for Thanksgiving. Did the whole venison, pheasant, mashed potatoes thing. Yummy. Actually, now that I'm remembering, we actually talked about a little bit about this before Jan's episode, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Um... It was cool. I'm so hungry now. Got to see the, got to see the family. We'll hurry. I'll hurry up. We, no, no. It's, we it's like, go get food. We keep talking about Thanksgiving. It's like my favorite meal. Did I tell you Zach and I talked about wanting to start a food truck that's Thanksgiving f- themed food only, and it's called You're Welcome. No, but that sounds awesome. It's called You're Welcome, and it's only Thanksgiving food year round. Yeah, Just but we would like turkey taters. We would like okay. riff on it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it'd be like. You know, there'd be a poutine, but it'd be like tater tots with like gravy in like stuffing or something. That's awesome. Or like Zach came up with a uh, pumpkin pie fritter. Fucking great, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. It's actually a really good idea. I think it is a really good idea. Trademark it. No Trademark one steals it. it. Trademark that. Just put TM on it right now and you're good. Say TM. Just do it. TM. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> That's a thing of law. Law that holds up in court. It probably should, though, because like, this is going to be time-stamped. Yeah. No, it does. Copyright. That's how it works. You used to have to like mail shit to yourself in the mail. For real? That's one way to have like legal... Oh. Because there's, there's always a date, a post-date. Yeah. So if you have a contract or some kind of law or something that uh, you want to... Um, you Maybe. need dated or whatever. Or like a will or something. What's it called? Notarized? No, that's not notarized. Oh. Um, but if you just want to have proof of the time, um, send a, put it in the mail and send it back to yourself. Okay. 
It's like an old way of doing it. That's cool. Yeah. I, I dig that. Yeah, because it'll post office full. But it did do Christmas in Texas. <laughs> and that was really cool. We yeah. pretty much stayed in my brother's house all day. All day, all night. Because they have, they have two little young ones who I've talked about on the episode, on this, this podcast many times. It's really the only time that you do that. Just sit around and eat and stay inside the entire time. Yeah. And play games. They're the ultimate entertainment. You just watch them. You intervene sometimes to be like <laughs> to roll a ball or to yeah, like stop them from fighting. Don't stick but, your finger in that outlet. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Otherwise, you just watch them do their thing. And they've got crazy imaginations and you have they they can't articulate what they're doing so you have no idea really most of the time parents it's nuts and it makes sense cuz they're around their kids constantly and they the kids are of them but they don't speak coherently but yet parents know exactly what they're saying oh yeah and the same thing that they'll say to me I'm like yeah, what what are you saying i don't know what you're saying <laughs> But they really love me, and they um, say Uncle Nick a lot. It's like they're. It's like there's. It's as if they have Tourette's, and they don't. But it's as if they have Tourette's, and Uncle Nick is the word that they say because they'll just be walking around the house while I'm not there, and just go, Uncle Nick, Uncle Nick, just like like as if I'm there. It's really strange, but really adorable. Yeah, yeah. That's cute. And they're very much a boy and very much a girl. Nice. She's all about dolls, and he is all about climbing shit and jumping off of it <laughs> and, and trucks. Hell yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. I was just showing you their favorite toy today. It was like some sink. It's a kitchen sink. Dude, kids' toys now are just insane, man. Yeah. It's just this kitchen sink that pumps its own water with batteries. That's crazy to me. They just sit there and just make a mess. And that reminds me of a weird baby doll my sister had that pissed itself. Do you remember what? this? I think it's called Baby Born. It pissed itself. The, the, the theme song was Baby Born, Baby Born. That sounds familiar. That does sound familiar. Like baby Born, Baby Born. Something like that. Uh-huh. Baby Born, Baby Born. But it would like blink. So then your sister has to change the diapers? And I guess you would fill it with water and then every once in a while it would pee its diaper. Just like a real baby, she's wet her diaper. You know what's weird? Dang. That we, we like program children to do all that though. It's kind of weird, right? Training. It's weird though, right? Like playing house and all that. Is it weird? I, think I don't it's, know. It's kind of weird. I don't know that it's necessarily a program. They just see what their that, parents are doing. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know if it's an intentional thing, but I think they see mom and dad like in the kitchen or like dad in the garage and they, they want in on it. They don't know what it is, but they, I think they just want. Um, maybe it's like an innate thing in us, like a, a animal thing, like a nature thing. Probably. It's Survival like, thing. Em, Do emulate the, your, uh, the, the parent, you know, truth. I mean, that's, yeah. that's definitely what it is. All animals do it. Yeah. Most animals are like, quicker what, with it. Like, than I don't we know are. what the hell to do. And, okay. Yeah, it takes us like eighteen years. And it takes <laughs> other animals longer than that. A day <laughs> longer than that. Maybe thirty years. Maybe forty years. Who knows? Yeah. How humans got to be like the master race? I have no idea. Antelopes can run ten minutes after they're born. That's crazy. Humans. Can't survive on their own until, like, legitimately cannot survive on their own until probably they're, like, nine. It's science. Well, they call, um, I was talking to some 
uh, gal that just had a baby, and they call. I can't remember the first year or two. Like the they, uh, moms jokingly call it the fourth trimester. Because, oh yeah. Like, they're still. Whereas other animals, like you said, wean off of the mother or the parents yeah. very very quickly, like out the womb. Yeah. But that's why you're still like having to feed them and take care of them, and they're like they're essentially like. They're still idiots. attached to you, though, too. Idiots cause... with giant heads and tiny bodies. Yeah. Um, pissing and shitting everywhere. Yeah. Um, That's an interesting way to look at it. <laughs> Fourth try. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's just... If you Google it, I mean, yeah. it's a mom thing, dude. We can't trade we wouldn't, that. We wouldn't get it. It's a mom thing. It's a mom thing. Where are we at here? I don't know, man. <laughs> Christmas, 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 Christmas. Oh, well, we just had a lot of time, and then I, I had a birthday. That was fun. Yeah. Did karaoke. Drink a lot of tequila. Yeah. Um, I met Steph's back. sister. She's the same. Yes. They're one and the same. And her 30th, shout out Ashley, is uh, this week. And so they're going to do wine tasting. The opposite of what we did. But that also makes sense because you said that they're all a bunch of wine people. Well, her extended family does work in like, they sell wine. No, it's just like a very like adult thing to do, and mm-hmm. I went and screamed into a microphone at a dive bar, and then came home to my apartment and screamed. Yeah, but that's your style. <laughs> yeah, that's my that is my style. <laughs> Dude, we got we got uh, we enjoyed ourselves. We'll yeah. leave at that. Yeah, dark pod. It's not a dark pod. No, I was gonna it's, say it's not a dark pod. We didn't do anything that you can't repeat. It's no, just... I was saying dark pod oh. to leave out. To let that be an indicator to you to not that say I don't it. want to incriminate myself forever on the internet. Okay. And you should. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, it was fun though, and I would wish I could share with world. Yeah. The, the fun that was had after the party. Well, that's Gabe's. not for the world. That's just for us. Yeah. It but uh, now it makes it sound like we've like fucked each other. Yeah. yeah for the- <laughs> For the record, for the record, none, nothing sexual happened at we all. Just, exactly. Uh, we just, but just, I just we came home. I was trouble was made. Yeah. We came home. I was screaming and yelling, dancing. Why are you saying what happened? Um, now you're saying what happened. I always do this. Yeah, and the neighbors loved it. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But man, birthdays, right? Am I right? Hey, am I right? You only turned. What did I say to you? You only turned thirty once. It's not like a wedding. Yeah. I was losing it, dude. I was losing. It. Did you make that up? I I, I think so. Oh, that's I pretty so. funny. Trademark that. Trademark that shit. But no, dude. Um, it's great to be back on the pod. Great to let's let's get back at it. Um, oh, that's that's what's up with my last two months. Oh, I started um, ultra marathon training for the documentary in Ju- in June. So that's been going fun. That's crazy. Did I say it's been going fun? It's not been fun. No. That's been going. Yeah. And that's you're cool. Just, are you just running like 10 miles every day? Not every day. No, I, I follow this plan from this guy named Hal Higdon who puts a bunch of plans up on the internet for different run, races and stuff. Shout out crazy guy who runs? Shout out uh, shout out Hal. Who names their kid Hal? Is it short for something? Halitosis. Halbert. Oh, hey. Halbert. Hallelujah. Ha. Halleberry, Halleberry, short for Halleberry. Woof, woof. Best James Bond girl of all time, Nick. Go. Halleberry. 
So I've been swimming a lot less and running a lot more. Gotcha. Um, well, dude, <laughs> I don't know why we're sucking at our own. Oh, it's also pilot season. Oh. Pilot season started. There you go. Are you ready? Dude, I need some new photos. I got to hit up Vince. You do? I need to get on my shit. Vince just got mine. He just took mine yesterday. I, fuck, I'm going out of town next week. I'm going to hit him up. For those who don't remember, Vince was on our podcast, um, first season of our podcast. Also my roommate, also a great photographer. Vince Vallejo. Vince Vallejo. And um, he took my photos. He We did a whole bunch of photos within the... Let's wrap this up soon. Oh, okay. This is going away. Within an hour. <laughs> He's great. So anybody who's an actor out there, Vince Vallejo, VV Pictography, Instagram. And that's what's up with our last two months. That's what's up with our last... Probably forgetting a ton of shit, but... We're definitely forgetting a ton of shit. <laughs> and now it's time to send it over to Trent Bruce at the wrestling desk for this week in wrestling. Lots of wrestling things have happened, but we're going to focus on what's currently happening. Uh, your boy is flying to the great state of Texas. Yeehaw! There's going to be a big group of us. I'm very excited. We are going to be attending um, Royal Rumble 2020 in Houston, Texas at Minute Maid Park. I am thrilled. Nick, you've watched the Rumble with me, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably, for wrestling and non-wrestling fans, the most exciting um, wrestling program to watch because of how spontaneous it is, how random it is, and it's quick. Yep. So that's the, the for people listening that don't know, that's where every minute or so a new competitor runs into the ring. Um, to get eliminated from the match, you have to be thrown over the top rope, um, and the last one standing after the end of 30 people is the Royal Rumble winner who gets a ticket to WrestleMania to fight for the heavyweight title. So that's why uh, Royal Rumble is probably one of the most exciting events. Um, it kicks off what they call, WWE calls, the road to WrestleMania. Um, essentially, April, or the first weekend, in, first Sunday in April, is when the WWE, and I guess all of wrestling for that matter, um, kind of restarts their calendar. Um, that's kind of like, you would say, like the new year would be the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. Mm. Um, so, um, this is now ramping up to what the storylines will, will be for WrestleMania is right now. Um, so I've never attended it. I'm checking off my wrestling to-do list. I'm very excited. Um, I'm going with a bunch of friends. My stepdad is going too. It's going to be fucking awesome. Is this the second time you've gone to Texas for a wrestling thing? Didn't you go to like correct. Dallas or something? I some went shit? to Dallas for WrestleMania. Yeah, correct. Boom, boom, boom. Um, good no, friend. I listen. I pay attention. Hey, <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm really fucking excited, um, and we've got great seats. We're sitting on, um, like, floor seats or field seats, if you will. Wheel. Did I hear that you're allowed to take the seats? So if you sit close enough like, yeah. to ringside, yeah. um, they have custom seats for every pay-per-view. Yeah. I have one in my bedroom. And they're, like, um, the kind of you take the, the seats that, like, basketball players sit on on the bench, right? They're, Correct. like, the really cushiony. But they're, like, custom for each of that. Yeah, you sit, I forget how many, like... Do you sit, are you sitting first, in them seats? The first 10 rows, first 
15, 20 rows, something like that, you get to take home a seat. Y'all sitting there? I think we're sitting in the section right behind that. Darn. I think. Can you sneak up and steal one? People do sell them. You'll see in the parking lot, like afterwards, people trying to hawk them. I bet. Because they got to be a bitch like to get on the plane. some guy that went with his family and he's like, I don't need five seats. Well, I need one or two. Right. Here, give me a hundred bucks. It's yours. But okay. they got to be a bitch to travel with. I've checked them on the airplane. It was Southwest. Oh, you've done it. It just check, counts as a check bag. It's really easy, oh. actually. You think it would be a, a nightmare, but it's actually very easy. So wait, you just threw it on the... I put it Were in you worried a, that someone was going to see it and just I be like, this is a, a suit bag. Oh, okay. That you have like for like a dress suit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a rock solid or a metal yeah. solid chair. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking thrilled. I mean, a lot of other shit has happened um, in the world of wrestling. Uh, but most importantly, um, besides the Royal Rumble and all that, it's going to be awesome. I uh, want to take a moment. Uh, what happened yesterday is uh, Rocky Johnson passed away. Uh, for any wrestling fans uh, that are listening, you know this is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's father. Um, so it was a very sad day in the world of wrestling. Um, Rocky Johnson quite literally was a trailblazer for African-American men in the wrestling industry. Um, he was the first ever with um, Tony Atlas to hold um, a world's heavyweight or a world's tag title. The first ever um, both African-American men tag team champions, which is pretty cool. Mm. Uh, and Rocky Johnson held titles in pretty much every promotion he was in. NWA, WWF, other like Southern wrestling promotions. And not to mention his own career, but his legacy of The Rock. And, yeah. Um, he made that. Yeah. Pretty fucking cool. And um, so I just want to shout him out. And, um, you know, thinking of, of his family and friends and obviously thinking of The Rock. I'm, you know, such a huge fan of him. And I've known of his his upbringing and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, rest in peace, Rocky Johnson. And uh, that's this week in wrestling. And we'll send over to Nick for this week in basketball. This week in basketball, the Milwaukee Bucks, for the last few weeks, have been doing a professional wrestling gimmick to start every uh, basketball game. And it's really fun. They like beat up like the opposing mascot I saw. Yeah, they did. Like, I can't even remember which mascot, which mascot. Yeah, I think it was the Kings. Was it? Yeah. It was, it's pretty funny. Well, they, they do the... Uh, is that, uh, who is that, Jake the Snake? No, it's not Jake the Snake. I forget the guy's name, but he had essentially like Socko, but it was like a snake puppet. And he would go... <laughs> Like hit his arm uh-huh. like a snake, and then you like hit you with it. Yeah. Oh, what was his fucking name? Oh, that's gonna bug the hell out of me. What they usually do is it's Robin Lopez is like the heel. He's on the he's on the team, but he's just like the guy that everybody just beats the Santino. Fuck Santino. So Santino had the snake puppet thing, um, and yeah, didn't Giannis do that? Yeah. It's so funny. Giannis Giannis is like it's like his thing, I guess. It's cool. So, it's so funny. It's awesome how. Man, how broad the scope of fandom of wrestling is is kind of. I love it. It makes it warms my fucking heart, and it's fun. <laughs> Even people that aren't into wrestling are like, "That's funny. That's cool. I like that." And it's it's an interesting take on what usually people are in the in there now. They're just like dancing or something, yeah. and they're just like, "Look, we're just gonna wrestle." Wrestle. What else is happening this week in basketball? Friend of the pod and flying Hawaiian, 
but not Native Hawaiian, because we learned that. <laughs> Neil Norman LaRoya was back in town to shoot a wedding recently, and he's sort of a part of the marketing team for the Clippers. I'm not really sure exactly what it is, but he's somehow involved. He's you like, he yeah, he's he's kind of like been designated like a um, Clippers. This is not the correct title, but this is how I'm going to describe it: like a Clippers influencer slash super fan. So they send him swag and they give him free tickets from time to time. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, and he what was, the fuck? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. He lives in Hawaii, so he can't always go to the games. But every once in a while, he's over here to do a wedding. And um, he was here this past weekend. Had an extra ticket, and he was like, "Nick, you want to come?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" So we watched the Clippers play the Warriors. Watched Kawhi Leonard have, I think, three monster dunks. <laughs> He's so good at basketball. I'm a fun guy. He's a fun guess. I'm a he's, fun guy. He's a fucking mushroom, that yeah. guy. And they they won the game. They beat the Warriors. They were losing most of the game. It was really a weird, really weird game. But it's always really fun. There's a massive difference between being at the game and watching it on TV. You can there's this disconnect maybe when you're watching it on on TV where you don't really see, or maybe me, where I don't really see the drastic skill difference between those guys and anybody else who plays basketball. And then when you watch it live and you, oh, yeah. and you can, you, and you get a more of a sense of like, this is a real person Doesn't doing this right now in front of me. <laughs> and they're really good at this. Even the ones who suck are really good mm-hmm. at this. It was, it was fun. Love, love me some, uh, some basketball. So shout out to, I believe her name was Tiffany. Marketing head of marketing at the Clippers for the tickets and shout out to Neil for bringing me along. That's this week in basketball. Sending it over to Trent for this week in hip hop. Man, a house in Rosewood. This shit too plush. It's cool, plush. man. Got red bottoms on. Life is good. You know what I mean? for the cheapest ring on the finger, little bitch. So this week in hip hop, the only thing I want to comment on is. Uh, Future and Drake are releasing music together. Uh, the song they came out with sounds like two songs just smushed together. Exactly like Sicko Mode, where it was like three or four songs in one song. Let's get, Why are we doing this? Let's get the hashtag smushed, smushed uh, trending. Like <laughs> smushed like Sicko. Let's get that trending. Why are we, what is, I don't understand it. Just make separate songs. Make the beat longer, rap longer, and just have two fucking separate songs. It's weird. It's like it's a, that, that clip, that classic clip of you're driving along a country road and then the car just goes off the cliff. It's like that, <laughs> like driving along, driving along. And future comes on it. It's a totally different. Fuck, fucking. <laughs> uh, that's this week in hip hop. And now it's time for the weather report. So we're sending it outside to Trent for the weather report. Oh, hey, Nick, there's a little bit of delay because I'm outside here with the weather. But hey, man, it's it's a brand new year. Happy New Year to you and, and your family and your friends and your neighbors and people you work with and, and all that jazz. But uh, the weather, oh, yeah, the weather, that's what I'm doing. It's the same. It's a little cold at night. Thank you, Trent, for that amazing weather report. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another shitty podcast. 
Shout out to Christopher Shea, because by the time this episode drops, he will be engaged. <laughs> so, friend of the pod, Chris really, Shea, Chris. where love you me, been? Yeah, <laughs> we love you, buddy. Congratulations. Lauren is a great, great girl. I can't believe it, man. It's a trip. <laughs> I was telling you that when we were at your birthday and they were both standing there, it was all I could do to not be like, you guys are getting married, because she doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. I'm so excited. Thank you for listening to this episode. You know where to find it. All that good stuff. You're our biggest fans. Even if you don't know who we are, you're our biggest fans. Stay shitty. Stay shitty. And shout out Lolo Jones. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most It's how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace.